I'm your host, Sarah Troop, and you're listening to the Cabinet of Curiosities. This week's episode, The Christmas Tree Ship. The Schooneman brothers, Herman and August, had been in the Christmas tree business in Chicago since the turn of the century. They, like others, would sail on ships up to Michigan each November to bring back that beloved centerpiece of the American family's Christmas celebration. Elder brother August died in 1898 aboard two-masted schooner, the Estal, when it sank in a storm near Glencoe, Illinois. Herman continued the family business, purchasing an eighth of a share in three-masted schooner, the Rouse Simmons. While others sold their cargo holds full of Christmas trees to wholesalers and local merchants, Schooneman sold directly to the residents of Chicago, right at Dockside by the Clark Street Bridge. Families could come right up and board the ship to choose their own special tree to take home. With a sign reading, Christmas Tree Ship, my prices are lowest. Electric Christmas tree lights, adorning the ship and a tree atop the main mast the Christmas tree ship was a magical sight to see coming down the river approaching the bridge between this direct exchange between Schooneman and his customers his low prices magical display and especially Schooneman's own jolly and generous personality the ship soon became a beloved Christmas tradition for the people of Chicago. Hundreds of families would come to the docks, awaiting the arrival of the Christmas tree ship. It is said that Schooneman was as beloved a figure as Santa himself, so much so that the city's residents dubbed him Captain Santa. After the ship arrived to cheering, waving, caroling throngs of people, Captain Santa greeted each and every one who boarded the ship. Although a man of little means, he gave away hundreds of trees to churches, needy families, and the local orphan asylum. Anyone who came aboard the ship and could not afford a tree somehow left with one anyway. Phil Sander remembers his own experience as a child. Chicago's Yuletide season began when the Christmas tree ship arrived with her evergreens lashed to her masts and rigging. Her skipper would welcome the throngs of Chicagoans aboard as soon as the ship's moorings were secure. Whole families would hurry to the dock to get the pick of the crop. Many wandered on deck to watch the captain's daughter, Elise, We've pine branches and wreaths, which were also for sale. I still recall the old three-master, with its rigging and trees lashed to the masts, and the wintry smell of pine from the Michigan woods. My father greeted the captain in German, 
and we were given a tour of the upper deck and living quarters. Some 50,000 trees were stacked on the ship and dock. After my father placed his order for the trees, the captain invited our family for Christmas dinner. There was lots of conversation in German and stories by the captain relating his sailing experiences. The main dinner course was venison and a bear roast. This gathering at Yuletide was a joyful, old-fashioned family get-together and a Christmas I will always remember. That Christmas would be Captain Schooneman's last. On November 22nd of 1912, there was a bad storm brewing over the Midwest skies. As if this weren't bad enough, the day would bring so many bad omens, it might even cause your most hardline skeptic to raise an eyebrow in suspicion. Throughout history, sailors have been a rather superstitious collective of individuals. First, the scheduled departure date for the Christmas tree ship with its crew and a number of loggers to make their annual voyage to Chicago landed on a Friday. In sea lore, it is considered very unlucky to begin a voyage on a Friday, and sailors harbored a rigid belief that one did not under any circumstances do so. To the great annoyance of the British Navy, they set out about to prove the superstitious sailors wrong by launching a new ship on Friday, christening her the HMS Friday, and even found themselves a captain named, you guessed it, Friday. Of course, the ship set out on its first voyage, and it, nor any of its crew, were ever heard from again. Of course, this only reinforced the Friday equals impending doom belief. Captain Charles Nelson, Schooneman's partner, tried talking him out of leaving on the hundred-mile trip to no avail. It is suspected that he wanted to make an effort at outrunning the storm. Captain Nelson had a dreadful sense of foreboding, but had already given his word that he would sail with the Christmas tree ship. And a man's word is everything. Nelson's daughter later related that he told her he knew he would never make it back. And the bad omens kept coming. Just as many people still practiced the gesture of hanging a horseshoe over their doors to bring good luck and ward off evil, so do ship sailors nail a horseshoe to the side of the ship. On this day, the horseshoe on the Rao Simmons turned upside down, a sign that all their luck had run out. Now the captain had already lost quite a few crew members that day due to the Friday departure. But when the rats began to flee the ship, he lost three more, who were so upset they forfeited their wages. This resulted in the final omen. It left the ship with a total of 13 passengers. When informed of this fact, Schooneman stated, Well, I'm not afraid. The people of Chicago must have their Christmas trees. And so Captain Santa sailed out the Rao Simmons directly into the big storm of 1912. The rain turned to snow and then to ice. 
and temperatures dropped to freezing. The following day they were spotted by rescue crews, distress signals visible, but the ship did not stop or make any efforts to turn and simply vanished into a blinding snowstorm. One witness described the ship. Her sails were blown to tatters, her deck swept clean, her hull sheathed in ice. In the end, the Christmas tree ship would sail Captain Santa and his crew to their icy graves at the bottom of the sea. In the following days, people began reporting hearing cries and screams and the ringing of ship bells along the same route that the Rue Simmons sailed. Over the years, mostly on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, a ghostly, tattered, three-masted schooner had been sighted sailing the waters of the two rivers and then vanishing into the mists. About three weeks later, after the Christmas tree ship sank, ironically, on Friday the 13th of December, a bottle with a fir tree branch used as a cork washed ashore, containing a message from Herman Schooneman. It reads... Friday. Everybody goodbye. I guess we are all through. During the night, the small boat washed overboard, leaking bad. Invald and Steve lost too. God help us. Special thanks to the American Academy of Underwater Sciences, the Wisconsin Historical Society, and Rochelle Pennington. If you'd like to learn more about the subjects featured on the Cabinet of Curiosities, please visit our website at cabinetofcuriositiespodcast.com. You can find past episodes on iTunes, and you can even like us on Facebook an act which is sure to get you off Santa's naughty list, for now. As always, thanks to Steve Troop for his assistance with editing. I'm your host, Sarah Troop. Thanks for listening. Oh, Papa, come look. Oh, Mama, can you see? I've been waiting for so long for this come to be oh papa come look oh mama can't you see here comes the christmas ship with all the christmas trees now it was the christmas ship that brought joy to us here those trees were grown up near manistique and brought on down each year Frau Simmons was her name, three-masted schooner was her frame. And the winter wild waters of the lake she always overcame. The set of her captain's face and the smile within his eye electrified that Chicago dock and 
all its passers-by, but especially us kids with excitement that was there. We'd bring home a tree from the Christmas ship with holiday in the air. Oh, Papa, come look. Oh, Mama, can you see?